Today Matters, I got a question for you. Yes, Wondra? What are the kids doing? Hi, I'm Matters. I'm Wondra. And welcome to What Them Kids Doing. We're just two teachers out here trying to unravel the greatest mystery of our time. So, Wondra, do you know what them kids are doing? I think it's through at this point that I hardly ever do. However, we have brought back three fan favorites, reoccurring characters on the podcast, iconic teens. They are Evan and Ripley and Dylan in the morning. Absolutely loving the energy in the booth today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just something. Yeah. Uh, so we have these three students back. At one point, I was literally told by my four friends who listened to the podcast, not that I only have four friends, just only four friends that care enough about me to listen. Can count them. Just kidding, there's only four. Uh, that they said, uh, that Evan kid's really funny. Can he just be the podcast now? <laughs> So considering just quitting. Yeah. Uh, but no, I uh, had to bring them back. We had some uh, phrases that we've been hearing in the classroom, and we felt like we needed to have them explained by uh, our experts on the ground. So uh, our first one that we had to talk about, mm. what does it mean if I were to say that someone has got that dog in them? I could list some examples of people who have that dog in them, like uh, Kurt Cobain, Jesus, um, <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer was said to have had that dog in him. Harry Potter. Weird list. (laughs) I do not know what to do with this What does this group of people have in common? They all have that dog in them. You're so right. But the thing is... And Harry Potter's got that dog in him. According to TikTok, literally anyone can have that dog in them. It's everyone. Everyone has that dog in them. Everyone can have that dog in them. Everyone got that dog in them. Yeah. So the first was popularized by this guy on TikTok who um, goes by Soho Brody. Or his TikTok handle is at Rude Boy Brody. Okay. Uh, all of his TikToks begin with, What if I told you that this person in pop culture had that dog in him? Okay. And then <laughs> he proceeds to, uh, in a very New Yorkan way, uh, <laughs> New Yorkan. <laughs> Good old New York. not wrong. Yeah, um, yeah. Describe how they have that dog in him. He's gone from people like Jesus to Saddam Hussein. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, can one of you please describe in which the way Jesus. Of Nazareth, got that dog in him, please. Um, yes. Basically, along the lines of what he says is like, what if I told you Jesus of Nazareth had that dog in him? His mother miraculously gave birth as a virgin. Mary did not belong to the streets. Some of his critics accused him of drinking too much. And if y'all doubt me, Matthew chapter 11, verse 19. I'm a student of the game. Stupid. Jesus was Jewish after all. During his life, he was considered radical for talking to women and sinners. Clearly, they were not listening to future in the BC era. Before Jesus died, he said, I'm thirsty. His ops offered him wine, but he refused. A sommelier better step up their drink selection ASAP. After he was placed on the cross, Roman soldiers divvied up his clothing. That loincloth alone is worth more than a LeBron rookie card. We are all witnesses. Etc. Etc. Right. So if someone's got that dog in them, it just seems that they're doing something, like, kind of edgy or controversial or, like, hardcore. I think it just means that they do something out of the ordinary. Right. Mm. Like so they're built different. Yeah. Yes. Okay. A bit of a revolutionary. A, a beast, if you will. So, like, Saddam Hussein, you could talk about how he's, like, he wrote several romance novels under a pseudonym. That's that's an actual fact. By the yeah. Way. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Saddam Hussein wrote a bunch of romance novels under a pseudonym. <laughs> oh. uh, that's wild. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you shared about Jesus of Nazareth got that dog in him. Dylan, what? Give me an example. What's another person who got that dog in him? Uh, another person that has that dog in him would probably be. 
I mean, honestly, you can get anybody and just have a bunch of reasons why they have that dog in them. It's just them being the best them, you know what I mean? And just having reasons. So, like, you could say LeBron James has that dog in him because he could have played football and he could have played basketball, but he decided to go basketball and just bully people, stupid. You know, it's just stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, fair enough, fair um, enough. Like, uh, Coach Roman's got that dog in him. Oh, for sure. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, our basketball coach. Yeah. Uh, who's... Kind of an icon. Yeah. Tell us about ways in which Coach Roman got that dog okay. in him. I'm going to improvise a uh, Soho, <laughs> a Soho Boyo. Uh, Brody. Bro- Soho Brody, yeah. yeah. Uh, TikTok, okay. At Real Boy Brody. At Real Boy Brody. What if I told you Coach Roman had that dog in him? <laughs> when presented with a failing basketball team and outstandingly poor sports program, he whooped those boys into shape and took him all the way to the state tournament to get state runner-up. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> hey, that's great. So, when describing if someone has got that dog in him, must you always punctuate with stupid? It helps. It's, <laughs> it's definitely preferred. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Are there any other trends that we need to be caught up on? What are we? What like from Fortnite? What are we? Literally. Literally. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? What are we? What is even happening on this podcast yeah, right now? What are we doing now? What is literally hitting the quitty? Literally. What are I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. That's literally a little What Okay. I am not on TikTok. But I literally do not know what is happening. So can someone please explain to me what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> what do we look like before? Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. First off, can, can you say those words in like a normal voice? Literally, loot, loot lake, lake from, from Fortnite. Fortnite. Literally, okay. loot lake from Fortnite. All Literally right. hitting the gritty. Literally hitting the gritty. Literally. Yes. Yeah. We've covered the gritty. We've covered the gritty. Oh yeah. 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 It's been done covered. So what is loot lake from Fortnite? Um. So, this trend arose uh, as a way to uh, make fun of iPad kids who played Fortnite too much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's what they sound like. They sound like they don't know how to pronounce words because they don't ever talk to people. They don't like, <laughs> play video games, I, right? I, I had to say, I am familiar with this trend. Yes, yes. I actually mm-hmm. had a student insult another student by calling him a dingy iPad child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Devastating. Devastating. Devastatingly brutal. I yeah. realize that I will not play Minecraft, but I do with my friends. I will play Minecraft. 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 Yeah. And Tetris. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, okay. Um, um sorry. Sorry, all three of them just got really excited because <laughs> if you whispered something to Evan and then I went, whoa. So yeah, we'll, we'll we said the thing it. that's okay. literally uh, only on my for you page. That's um yeah. yeah. So literally Loot Lake from Fortnite. It originated uh, these guys standing next to a lake, and it's as simple as it sounds. One guy goes, you know what this is? The other guy goes, literally Loot Lake. Literally Loot Lake from Fortnite. And then they both go, want to get waited, want to get waited. And that's the whole TikTok. And it it evolved from there. Um, Most of the time, it's, I hear now, literally hitting the gwitty. But I have sources that say that this trend has rotted so many people's brains that anytime someone says the word literally, you have to repeat it back. Literally. 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 <laughs> no. So, 
this trend was taken from like standing next to actual lakes to any body of water anywhere. Okay. So a lot of kids in like high schools will find like a really suspicious puddle in their really like rundown cafeteria, <laughs> and they'll be like, "Whoa, what is that?" And it'll be that's literally Lou Lake from Fortnite. Literally Lou Lake. Win a get Wait I've seen uh, sports teams do this on TikTok. Or, like, it'll be, like, a baseball team, and they're like, dude, what was what he doing? And someone's like, oh, he's whittling, gwilling, and quasso, great womb. In a, uh, a weight room for a baseball, and I'm like, I, I don't have the context for this at <laughs> and all. So, yeah, and so any single time, so the gritty is just, like, a celebration dance, like sure. most things are, for, like, football and sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Fortnite, since it's not copy, a copyrighted dance, they put it in their game, understandably. Sure. Um, and... So the gritty became a very popular thing amongst for- kids that play Fortnite. Sure. Um, the dingy iPad children. Yeah, the dingy yeah. iPad kids. And so they would just take it, and any single time the somebody would hit the gritty anywhere, mm-hmm. they would just go, he's literally hitting the gritty, we hitting the gritty? wherever they were. So yeah. you can be literally hitting the gritty anywhere. Um, it's more versatile in yeah. that way. Yeah. Like, I, I went to Waffle House last night. And the Waffle of, House? I did. The Waffle House? And one of my friends hit the gritty in the parking lot, and I went literally hitting the gritty at the Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I like a versatile meme. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's versatile, but not in a way, like, I feel like the versatile memes of our eras were, like, uh, versatile because they were so simple. They were nothing. Yes. Um, yeah. Like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to, like, be stiff somewhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what planking was, is you would just, like, lay down and just stretch out and be somewhere. That was the meme. But I like literally hitting the gwitty, because at least there is actually something that you're doing. Yeah. 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 It's better than adulting. Uh, I, I feel like it kind of hills back to our roots of dedicated wham. <laughs> so... <laughs> Meditated wham? That is a deep... That, yeah, that is yeah. a yeah. deep cut. Speaking Classical. the old magic to yeah. me. We're... History repeats itself. <laughs> Dedicated Wham is like an old dingy iPad yeah, kit. Yeah, yeah. It was at E3, and there was a Q&A session with actual game developers. And <laughs> at one point, this kid gets up and asks, and it means to ask, like, how much RAM does my computer need to have to run this? But what he says is, like, how many, how much Dedicated Wham? <laughs> How many dedicated wham do I need to do the solo? That's <laughs> <laughs> what he says, and it's so cute. That's adorable. It's uh, super adorable. It's almost like the next iteration of the I like turtles. It's very much oh that. It's God. video game nerd, I like turtles. Amazing. Okay, so a minute ago, you all whispered and then freaked out about something. You have a few minutes left. What? The what? AI presidents. The AI presidents. Oh, the AI presidents. For, for like the past month, my For You page has just been the AI-generated voice of the last four presidents playing <laughs> Fortnite, Minecraft, any like GTA, any game ever, arguing about stupid stuff. I've seen them making Kanye album tier lists. I've seen them playing <laughs> COD. I've seen them doing anything. And it is the funniest thing ever. But I did talk to Metters about it the other day, and the freaky thing is that if it's like this good now... Give oh, yeah. it like a couple more years, and how do we know it's not Donald Trump and Juice World actually playing Fortnite? <laughs> like, how do we know? It's, it's so good. Like, all you need is like two minutes of 
any <laughs> clip of them talking, and you like a website will make their voice say anything for you. Yeah. And it's so funny because it's literally like these four presidents who do not get along in real life, just getting along playing video games together, and they insult each other how teenage boys would who play <laughs> video games. Together. Incredible! It's it, so funny. I this has also been all over my for you page, and legitimately, I think basically. If you have a lot of audio of someone speaking, then, like, the more audio that Mm. you have, the easier it is for computers to, like, come up with, like, what it would sound like if they said other things. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a bunch of people who you have lots of audio of them talking, Mm -hmm. like presidents, then it's a lot easier to do that AI work. And so... It has become a huge thing. There's like eight different TikTok accounts. That's that's the entire thing. I've seen this done a lot also with like voice actors. So you can make like different like animated characters or like video game characters just say whatever you want because you have so much audio of their voice. Like my favorite is if you heard that like the you have Uno like copy oh. pasta. <laughs> yeah, it's very much that. I I honestly, it is just so fun to hear the these presidents dudes. Like, just smack talk each other like they're in yeah. uh, a Discord server. It's incredible. It's so I, funny. I legitimately just like, oh, shut up, sleepy Joe. You don't even yeah. know what's happening. <laughs> and then, no, and then Joe Biden will respond with, be quiet, you burn chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, so Obama's good. like in the middle, be like, but guys, guys. Boys, boys. Guys, we got we to we chill out. Okay. Like, Jimmy Carter will drop in every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. His little peanut farm. No, and, then, little... <laughs> and, then, and then George Bush will show up and be like, what are we doing, guys? Like, guys, guys. <laughs> hey, what are we doing? Everyone's like, and then Trump. Hey, what about 9-11? He's like, I plead the fifth. And like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trump's like, oh, dude, why did we make the Discord open the public? I'm like, why? I told you Sleepy Joe. He's like, sorry, I fell asleep again. Like, <laughs> no, And Drake and Ice Spice yeah, show yeah, up. No, Drake usually <laughs> shows up, and it's dude. incredible. He's it, like, Trumpy Wumpy, please. Like, come on, let's play Fortnite together. And he's no. like, Joe, why did you make it public? <laughs> no, because Drake will join the Discord. And then he'll just start flirting with all the presidents. And, then, <laughs> yeah. and Obama is the only one into it. <laughs> Obama will just be like, Drakey, stop it. <laughs> Get out of the voice chat. And then, Drake, and then Drake will be like, but Obama wants you. Like, <laughs> my, it's so funny. my personal favorite is one where they're all like, in a sitcom, like they all live in a neighborhood together, and they like hang out, like like a little picnic or a barbecue. And there's one where JFK walks by, and they're like, "JFK, come join us, come play Monopoly." He's like, "No, guys, me and the missus, we gotta have like a little vacation to Dallas." Like it, they go there, oh, they yeah. go all the way there. I'd be shocked if they didn't. <laughs> no, like for real, but it, it's just anything you can possibly imagine. They're they're doing it. I deeply enjoy this time period where this kind of technology is being used to, like, make dumb videos uh, rather than, like, I don't know, start, like, a world war. <laughs> like, I look at this, I'm like, oh, this could be really, yeah. really bad. Because, like, people are using this to, like, yeah, cause global panic. But yeah. it's like, what if they were friends on a picnic? Like, <laughs> what a stupid use of this technology. I'm obsessed with it. But I'm here for it. It's so, like, I've seen so much of it on my TikTok feed that this is actually my headcanon now yeah. for presidents. Yeah. Like, when I see the presidents, I'm like, oh, he, like, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, and Obama, even though they're not getting along on the news right now, they're just going to go home and play video games. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're going to go home and play Minecraft. It's like, I all I know is that for sure, uh, Biden is, like, he's sleepy, but at the same time, he does have bars. Like, that's yes. what I know for <laughs> Can can we listen to a little bit of Joe and Brock, Boys the Liar? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Yes. Joe and Brock oh on the mic. Oh my gosh. 
Old Spice, Sleepy Joe on the mic. They know the clock stops for Joe and Barack. We about to be cooking. You get the pan, I get the crock pot. What's the point of crying? It was never even love. Yeah, man. Did you ever want me? Was I ever good enough? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the boy's a liar. He's telling lies. The boy's a liar. Say your goodbyes. He doesn't see I. You're not looking at me, boy. Talking back to innocent times while we spit in the rhymes. For anyone who misses the dimes, that's the 2010s. Nobody calls the 2010s the dimes, Joe. I do. People will. I'm a trendsetter. Deal with it. <laughs> and then it loops. I love that. Truly, truly incredible. That is uncanny. <laughs> <laughs> about what them kids are doing, I thought we would talk to one of my good friends, Megan. Hello, hello. Megan, I'm so excited you're here. So Megan is a middle school math teacher, and she teaches at a different school than we do, so I thought it'd be good to bring her in to get like a kind of different perspective on what middle school students are up to. So to start off, I think we should probably establish like how we all know each other. I've known Megan before this uh, interview, and weirdly, Almost 100% of that time that we have spent together has been on boats. I think I've seen Metters in a boat more than I have not seen him in a boat. Yeah, it's legitimately kind of <laughs> wild considering that we met in Oklahoma. How did we do that? <laughs> right. A purely right. maritime relationship yeah. between the two of you. We uh, grew up doing uh, the same like college float trip. Uh, and we have been raft mates on that, like, m- the majority of the times that I've been on it. I Every think. time I've ever been yeah. was with you. It was great. It, wow. it was always a great time. Always an incredible raft mate. It was I so good. I cannot recommend Megan hire uh, as a raft mate and a person. Wow. Okay, yeah. so I know Megan because Megan's older brother, Alex, and I are very, very good friends. And uh, Megan comes rock climbing with me. And my buddies. Ooh. And so, like, we're, like, rock climbing friends. I we're so that. cool. We are so cool. <laughs> so rad. But I have heard Megan tell so many hilarious stories about, like, the things that her kids are doing. Like, every Sunday when we meet up to climb, it's kind of like a mini What Them Kids Doing, where we just kind of compare notes on what shenanigans are happening. Mm-hmm. I'd like to take credit for this podcast, then. <laughs> can I do that? Um, yes, you can. You can do that now, please. Take, take credit. Perfect. Um, I now own this podcast. Oh, incredible. <laughs> All of our advertising revenues on this episode will be uh, sent to you. We got it. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. So I just thought it would be good to get Megan in here to talk about what her kids are doing. So Megan, start with, like, what do you do? What's your job? Who do you teach and why? Yeah, so I am a middle school math teacher, seventh grade specifically. Um, I do teach, I teach two separate classes. I teach on-level regular old seventh grade math, and then I teach an advanced algebra class. So I'm teaching kids, still seventh graders, like 12-year-olds, uh-huh. um, algebra one. So that's two years ahead in math. Wow. So I go from like, this is what a negative number is, to like, here's how we solve systems of equations. Wow. Which is a lot in one day. I cannot even fathom like how to teach a seventh grader like to write their name. I cannot fathom trying to teach a seventh grader systems of equations. I honestly... I remember the first time that I opened up my math books and there were letters in there, and I remember panicking. So, like, the <laughs> yeah. fact that you get to reign over that moment must be a real experience. It really is. It's a good experience and a bad one, because <laughs> you're probably not surprised to hear that children are not happy when I introduce letters. Mm. When we start solving equations, when I bring X in, they're like, this is an English class. And I... Just have to say, I'm so sorry. You still have to learn this. <laughs> Fair enough. Just about every day. What is like the biggest like panic moment you've seen a kid do in your math class, specifically over math? 
Um, I had a kid once. Oh, I'm trying to remember. He, I taught something, and I can't remember what it is now. But he told me, like, that wasn't true. I think it was that – I think it was in an algebra class, and that it was that things to the power of zero always equal one, uh-huh. no matter what it is. And they, like, refused to believe me. They're like, that's not true. And I was like, I – but, like it, like, it is. Like, I don't know what to do besides tell you it is. Like, I promise. Like, I have, I have a math degree. Like, I'm your teacher. <laughs> you can doubt me, but, like, you'll be wrong forever. Like, it, it is zero. See, now that- Or one. It is one. That as a government teacher, I can relate with that. Like, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think this history happened. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. You're going to be real sad a lot of this unit. But yeah, it did <laughs> yeah, happen. It did happen. <laughs> well, dang. So what's the hardest thing about teaching middle school? Um, That's an easy question. The hardest thing for sure day to day is I spend my entire day from 7.10 when I get there until about 2.30 when I leave um, being gaslit by 12-year-olds. <laughs> Cons- like consistently. <laughs> what? Consistently. What? How? So they will deny everything that they've ever done. <laughs> like I, the other day, I, this is like the most recent and the most jarring experience I had with this. A girl walked past me and I could see AirPods in her ear and we're not allowed to have had, like they can't have their phones out at all. We're a right. zero phone school. They're put away. We don't see them. Mm-hmm. So AirPods are the same. And I was like, hey, can you take your AirPods out? And she looked at me and she went, I'm not wearing AirPods. Like, I can see them in her ears. And I was like, yes, you are. Like, I need you to take them out and put them away or I'm going to have to take them. And she still was like, I'm not wearing any AirPods. Like, stop. And I was like, why are you lying to me? And then she was like, do not call me a liar. Like, she's like, I am not lying. And I was like, girl, like, I'm looking at your AirPods still. Like, how is this a discussion? And it sounds ridiculous, but they stick so hard to, that they didn't throw it. They didn't hit that person. They right. don't have their AirPods that you start to doubt it. You're like, are those AirPods? <laughs> yeah. Like, is? But, like, I, they are AirPods. Like, right. I know that. I legitimately, uh, this in the legal uh, world is referred to as the Shaggy defense. Have you ever heard this? I have word? not. Okay, so Shaggy's a, uh, an old musician, right? Okay. And uh, his most famous song is called It Wasn't Me. Uh-huh. Uh, which is uh, just a person, like, his significant other catches him cheating and then, like, basically continues to explain why they know it's him. Right? It's like, I mean, I, I got you doing this. And he's like, wasn't me. Like, but it was you. It wasn't me. And he just keeps saying it wasn't me. Like, that's how he repeats it, even though it becomes more and more impossible that that is possibly true. Right. That, that's, I think... We could call it the Shaggy defense, but I think we could also call it, like, the Sevy defense because seventh graders, eighth graders are also on that kick. It's wild. It's I, awful. My fifth and sixth graders really were about that as well. I would, like, see a person pick up a Chromebook and chuck it across the room. I'd be like, hey, don't do this obviously dumb thing. And they're like, I haven't, and I wouldn't. How dare you besmirch me in this way? I'm like, oh, talking about my students have been doing this for a lo- their whole long long time they just recently learned that it's called gaslighting i know this in my oh, class man. one of my students came in and was like mrs wandra i just learned what gaslighting is like i just learned it like i i know it now and one of his classmates went what are you talking about like we learned this like you learned this weeks ago like we talked about this last week and he's like no like i just learned it and she's like, no, like, you've known this for a long time, dude. Like, stop playing. Like, you're just trying to get attention. He's like, no, like, I just learned what gaslighting means. And I had to be like, bruh, she's gaslighting you yeah. right now. 
Yeah. And I, he's like, oh. So they just now are putting the word gaslighting to it. But yeah, like these kids are getting one piece of legal advice and that legal advice is deny everything. That terrifies me. I hope my kids never learn the, the term gaslighting because I think that would make it worse. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would because, I mean, they even like – They'll blindly lie for each other. Like, it's just lying. And that's what I try to call it at school. I'm like, you are just lying to me. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I've seen kids. I've seen a kid throw something. And I was having a conversation about, hey, don't throw things. And we were arguing about whether he threw it. Friends walks in. Friend wasn't there when 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 the item was thrown. Uh-huh. Looks to the friend. I didn't throw that, did I? And the, and the kid that walked in was like, yeah, he didn't throw it. And I'm like, you weren't even here. Like, this doesn't, like, stop. She stop doesn't talking. even go here. Right. Like, this doesn't concern you. You didn't even see it. I don't care what you have to say because you weren't here. That's wild. I mean, like, props, like, the intense loyalty of this friend. They're so loyal against the teachers. Yeah. <laughs> to each other against us. So loyal. Dang. So tell us, like, what are podcasts with them kids doing? We talk about, like, trends and, like, things you see happening. So, like, what are them kids doing in your classroom, like, right now? What is the current thing? So the current thing, um, we're filming this. Uh, filming? Recording? Recording. Recording. Yeah. There's no cameras. Um, we're recording that this. And, oh, man. <laughs> That's not, There's no cameras. No, you're good. We're recording this in February, which, if you are unaware, is Black History Month. Um, my students are very aware that it's Black History Month. That's a positive. Yeah, right. That's great. It is. Great. It is. All of them are very aware. Um, very specifically, the black students are very aware uh-huh. of this. Um, to the point that they feel that they should be untouchable right now. They can do whatever they want. They can say whatever they want. I can't tell them to do things because it's Black History Month. I've been asked multiple times where the present is, like why I didn't buy them a present for Black History Month, <laughs> which that's really hard to explain why I'm not giving them a gift. Like, it's like, yeah. I just, like, don't know how to navigate that still. I'm just like, <laughs> I did not buy you anything. And then I try to move on. <laughs> Fair enough. But, yeah, I will say, like, hey, everyone get in your assigned seat. And a child will not be in their assigned seat. And I'll be like, hey, like, so-and-so, go to your assigned seat, please. Okay, but, Ms. Trader, it's Black History Month. And I'm like, that's true. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the fact you're not in your assigned seat. I think that's perfect. You're handling it, it great. It has nothing to do with it. Like, you still have to go. I, I have heard some students... Uh, settle an argument in the cafeteria where uh, one will say, hey, like, you need to do this thing. And then, especially if this is a, a black student and a white student, black student will be like, hey, it's it's February, man. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, that's, that's like, my, my dibs for the entire month. It's getting treated as if it is, like, a birthday. Like, yeah, it's sort a birthday. Of it's like, it's that's a, birthday, a good way to describe it. Right? Yeah. It's not, uh, which is legitimately, uh, as a concept, very funny. Like, the it, idea that, like, that's how you would deal with it's that. It's like a birthday. It's like, yeah. Isn't this kind of like a TikTok trend, too, it, though? It's it like is kind of where they're getting this. I think so. I saw it on TikTok first before I saw it in my classroom, and I was okay. like, oh, haha, that's funny. And then it, like, happened in front of me, and I was like, oh, my gosh, TikTok trends are real. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like, made it real for me that, like, those poor teachers in those videos are real people trying to do the same thing I do every day. Oh, yeah. And that's a lot. I think I heard someone describe it as as Generation Alpha right now. Our generation m- made jokes of everything. Mm-hmm. And they're taking it a step further, which I don't, I don't think we thought was possible. Yeah. <laughs> to take yeah. things and, like, take them even less seriously and, like, commit to the joke even more. I have one kid that at least this whole week, maybe the whole month, I've not seen him carry his own backpack. 
He, from class to class, he has his friends, specifically his white friends, carry his backpack for them. And they happily do it. They're like, yeah, it's his month. <laughs> and I'll see kids often with a backpack on the back. And then this kid, it's a very distinctive backpack, his backpack on their front, walking through the hallway. And he's just walking around doing whatever without a care in the world, not carrying his own stuff. The level how... of charisma this child must have. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. A of, it's a lot of confidence, for really sure. I, I like that Generation Alpha is like, I mean, if this is what reparations looks like, we can make that happen. Like, that, we're, we're okay. We'll yeah, do true. it. Right. <laughs> that is wild. It really is. Okay, so here's my question for you. I know that you are also an esports coach. I am. There are not a lot of us uh, no. out there in schools quite yet. I think we're going to be basically all over the place soon enough. But right now, it's kind of a new space. So I wanted to ask you some questions about that. Um, basically, like, what's it like uh, coaching esports in the year of our Lord 2023? Um. I've never coached a whole, like, a thing ever in my entire life, so I have absolutely nothing to compare it to. Um, I started the program with another teacher at my school. Um, this is our first year ever mm-hmm. having it. Mm-hmm. And it, most of the other kids in school and, like, other teachers and other adults, I mean, like, even my principals, they, like, don't get it. Mm-hmm. They yep. don't get it at all. I spend a lot of my time arguing why we need to do things a certain way, why we need things, we need these supplies, like, I can't run it that way. Um, like, so we, we play Super Smash and that's it. I have, I have eight kids right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying to explain to my principal that I needed to have him buy me the consoles in the games before we had tryouts so I could unlock all the characters. Right. Mm-hmm. Because Super Smash, you start with like six, eight right. characters mm-hmm. or something. And he was like, well, if their character's not there, like, just tell them to play something else. And he, no. I, I just, no. right. Like, if you know anything no. about <laughs> any kind of competitive video, like it, Video gaming. It's like, well, if, if like the the gym's not available, just have them play basketball. Right. On the field. I tried to explain it. I was like, it's like asking a football player to like not wear his cleats. Yeah. Just be like, oh, well, we only have flip flops today. Just play in flip flops. Oh, you have uh, volleyball tryouts, but you don't have a net. Hey, just have them play lacrosse. Right. Like, it's right. Not, it's not right. Like it's all. not the same at all. <laughs> right. And like other kids, anytime that like the fact I'm the esports coach comes up, they always just like just don't get it. It's no. it's, it's very misunderstood still. Um. We recently have been dealing with the drama students practice, like, their classroom is next door to where we practice. Uh-huh. And on their breaks, they like to come visit our esports practice. Uh, and I keep kicking them out, and they're, like, really offended. Yeah. And then, like, we're not just, like, hanging out in yep. here. Like, we're I mean, like, practicing. We low-key are just hanging out in there. Yeah. Um, Because esports practice, they just show up and set up their TVs and games, and then yeah. I watch them play for 30 minutes, and then they pack it up and go home. But it's, like, a, it is kind of weird living in this space between uh, – it being accepted widely as any other sport. And I know some schools are really good about that. I honestly, I I think I'm in a really good position where my admin understands, like, this is where uh, kids are going. This is where there's, like, a lot of future here. I mean, we have kids. I already, uh, one of my seniors from last year is on scholarship. I was, uh, went to uh, college partially on a Rocket League scholarship. So, like, there is actual, like, real uh, futures in in this pursuit, and I don't think that people understand that quite yet. Yeah, they definitely don't get it, and I'm trying to get that idea into the kids that I interact with now about it, very specifically my players, because, again, mm-hmm. they're 12, 13 years old. They've only ever played video games. Video games. It's like, oh, this is so fun, mm-hmm. and we're trying to get them to switch that mindset of, like, we have to take this seriously. Like, this is competition. Like, this mm-hmm. is a legit thing, and you could have a future in this. And of You could go to college, and, like, you could play this professionally, 
and make money doing it just like professional athletes do and go on and win the League of Legends tournament and make all this money just like the Super Bowl players do. Like, it's the same. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. But most people don't view it as the same yet. I have a question on that. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, you go. Okay, so here's my question. I, uh, I love video games. I consider myself a uh, fake gamer girl. Me yes. too. <laughs> so how do you go about, like, recruiting your female students for your teams? Yes, that's a lot harder. Um, we basically just told everyone, like, we're starting an esports team. We're only playing Super Smash, which cut out a lot of kids who wanted to come be on my team. Um, we did have one girl try out, uh-huh. and she did make the team. Good. So I was really happy to see that, and she's great. Um, right now, it's really hard because in middle school, there even girls that might like video games aren't aren't going to want to admit that yet. Like, they're still really self-conscious, and it's like, this is a boy thing. And a lot of my kids have this concept of, like, oh, well, video game people are just smelly people who don't shower and are gross. Like, mm-hmm. ju- just like TV's right. portrayed them for decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not all of my students, and that's not what esports really is. But, so we, we do have one girl, and I'm hoping maybe she'll be some bring some friends next year. Yeah. And we'll have more than one girl. That would be exciting. Um, But I do think being a female coach, I think that's really important. And Uh that's a big reason why I wanted to do it. When I like heard whispers that there was another teacher talking about Uh starting an esports team, I was like, I have to get in on this because I want to make sure like we're well represented. That's awesome. Absolutely. I love that. I I honestly, one of the things that's happening this year is we started an Overwatch team and uh, we haven't had a whole lot of people try out uh, had not had a whole lot of girls try out for teams. I did have a uh, a Mercy main a tryout, and she is awesome. Like she's fantastic at that role and plays it really well. And it's been really cool to see uh, her start to like uh, work on uh, working with all these dudes and like these dudes who've played together for a long time. Like they kind of have their their zone, but she's been able to slot right in, and it's been really cool to watch. And I, I've been really excited about seeing that happen. I, good. I totally That's good. That. Yeah, we had it in tryouts. I had one kid make kind of an off comment about that he got beat by a girl. And I I think so fast I shut that down. And I was so like, I've never heard anyone ever treat her differently or good. say anything against her. Yeah, I probably got like fire coming out of my ears when I heard him <laughs> say that. So maybe I just like scared him forever. Yeah. Good. But if I scared him forever into respecting women, not yeah. mad about it. <laughs> well, video games are fun and video games are right. for everyone. They're for so everybody. Good on you for doing the good work there. I I have to say, we do have some good news coming from one of our other interviews is that uh, it sounds like the fourth graders of the world are not out here uh, dealing with uh, gender roles on color. Of Crocs? Yeah. So, oh. I mean, the future, the future is bright. Yeah. <laughs> fourth graders are wearing, they're all pink Crocs and not worrying about it. So maybe we get that class up and we'll have fourth grade uh, boys wearing their they're pink Crocs, and we'll have four, the fourth grade girls out here just slamming at Smash Bros. There we go. The yeah. dream. The dream. That's that would the future be the dream. I want to be a part yeah, of. Exactly. That would be a dream. That would. Okay. Well, Megan, any other final important things that you think we should know about you and what you do as a middle school teacher? I think if you have never interacted with or talked with a middle school teacher, the most important thing to know is number one, no, we are not okay. <laughs> because. <laughs> because 12-year-olds, I mean, middle school is what? Usually 10, 11, up to 13, 14, sometimes 15 if they're really old. That is not an age group where children are like, they don't make sense. Like, they don't think about anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, they do the most unhinged things. I'll leave you with something that happened in my class literally on Friday. Like, this just happened, like yesterday. Okay. I was sitting there, it was before lunch, and I watched a girl go to her backpack, and she pulled out 
and I cannot stress this enough, a Costco-sized block of cheese. <laughs> it was, I mean, bigger than a brick. Like, bigger <laughs> bigger than a brick. It was probably at least a foot long. <laughs> and she carried the block of cheese over to her friend, handed it to her friend, and walked away. No context at all. There was, yeah, there was nothing. There Just was nothing. Deal. And I spent the rest of Friday thinking about, what is that child going to do with the cheese? <laughs> Like, is she just going to not, like, just chew on it? Like, just eat it from the block? Is she taking it home? Like, are they doing something after school? And they chose my classroom to do a cheese exchange. But, like, cheese should be refrigerated. Yeah. It was, like, yellow, like, cheddar cheese. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying it makes sense. But I'm saying, while I was surprised, I wasn't shocked. And that's what I do every day. I'm obsessed with that. That'd you put incredible. up with so much, but I'm glad you do. I, those kids are lucky to have you. Thank you. They don't always think that, but thank you. <laughs> and we've been lucky to have you as well. Thank you for coming. And it was so us fun to it. be here. Thanks, Megan. Well, that's what them kids be doing. If you want to keep up with the kids, be sure to follow us on Insta at WTKD Podcast. Or don't. I'm not your Dutch Bros mobster. Thanks, everyone, for listening. As I say in my classroom, Take it easy, punch waterfalls, do cool things. And as I say in my classroom, get out! I'm sorry, that was rude. Please get out! <laughs>